1: i'm christopher sabat voice of alex louis armstrong the strong arm alchemist and you're listening to the geek show which has been passed down the armstrong line for a generation of two
2: happy 2018 i know it's a little bit late but it's a father that counts yeah anyway um welcome to the geek show i am rob and Joining me today is the other Rob who will say hello now. Hello. Um, so, it's the Geek Show. If you've not listened before, we've got loads of news from the world of Geek, and I think that's all that really needs to be said as far as an introduction.
1: Yeah. Well, a uh, slight deviation because we did kind of announce that our final form was our final form last season, or in a new season, and this is our final, final, final form. No, no, the thing is, that
2: was our final form, but we just went to the gym and, you know, burnt off a few Christmas pounds,
1: so... Oi, you you could say that. I can't yet. I'm still... <laughs> I need to shed the load. I wasn't really aiming that topic at anybody. It was more of sort of a
2: a general, you know, New Year's resolution, people. The, the most common New Year's resolution is, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to lose a few pounds, and then two weeks later, they've forgot they've got a gym membership, and... <laughs> yeah... <laughs> It <laughs> was,
1: was a reference to that, not you Paranoid yeah. much uh, You know I'm conscious about my weight
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, listeners, he's trying to Lose some weight so he can get into his little black dress But anyway, we'll move on
1: <laughs> I'll have you know I paid good money for that dress Yeah, we have news to do Yes, we do uh, Starting off with some uh, with some oddities Now, I know a Consumer Electronics Show Has happened We'll be taking a look at some of the, some of the stuff from there Later on in the show but starting off with All Saints. Now, do you do you remember the old girl band from the '90s called All Saints? Yeah, because when I was at, it was at secondary school.
2: Um, I don't know what the American equivalent of that would be. Uh, junior that, high? Isn't that like yeah, junior high? Yeah, yeah, that sort of age. Um, I was early, like say freshman, just to keep the American uh, like yeah, seven eight, and that was the band which all the year 11s fancied, all the older kids fancied.
1: Yeah, I never understood the term freshman because, you know, teenagers by their nature, especially male teenagers by their nature, aren't particularly fresh.
2: I wasn't really concerned with that, like All Saints and whatnot. I was busier with, like, Pogs and Pokemon Red and Blue. I'm dating myself a little bit there, but, yeah,
1: I remember All Saints, though. Yeah. Well, anyway, Nicole Appleton, <laughs> uh, one, of, one of the women from All Saints, has launched a new social network, right? And it's a new social network that she has, that's been developed by an app developer called Second Screen, and it's called PetScene. I don't think, do you really need to say any more? Does that title just say everything? It's a social network for pets. Isn't that basically what Instagram has become? Well, this is the thing that that I'm trying to figure out is, With cat videos on YouTube and cat pictures on Instagram and people talking about cats on Facebook and Twitter, do you really need a social network just dedicated to your pet? Yeah, here's the thing, though. Is it a social network in which its tagline is,
2: no cats allowed, and it's the people who post, like, pictures of their tiny little turtles or their terrapins or their parrots or their rabbits? Basically, any pet which isn't um, a cat, because cats kind of get a bit of a lion's share of the notoriety in the spotlight. It's about I, time that turtles got their fair share.
1: I will agree. With, well, no, not turtles. Tortoises, not turtles. Turtles have had their run with the Teenage Mutant Ninja ones. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But you know all those little
2: sort of tiny little terrapins, the sort of hand-sized one? Oh, yeah, terrapins are cute. Which are d-
1: adorable. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really don't understand why you would need a social network for pets. When I first saw this, I thought, hang on, how are pets going to use the internet?" <coughs> how does that, How is that going <laughs> to yeah. work? Of course, there's the other question there of this is
2: a person who says, "Oh, the world needs another like, social ne- media or actually having been on social media. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know I imagine it'd be popular, like people posting pictures of the cats. People would love it. It'd be great. We'd be doing it all the time. But really popular.
1: It just and seems they've not like,
2: spent literally a single second on any other social media.
1: Yeah, but that's what I mean. This seems like an idea that's twenty years too late. Yeah, it's sort of like granddad does social media. <laughs> <laughs> like your saying, says, this
2: thing right called the internet, right, and you can get all sorts of stuff on it. Says granddad, that's been around for the
1: last twenty years. It's, oh. <laughs> Damn <laughs> you, internet! Flat, basically, yeah. I don't know what to say that, but yeah. Moving on from uh, the kind of oddball and 20 years too late to the very, very, very strange and ridiculous. This is... We we have to go visit B&M sometime and just apply for this job, Rob. This job. It it has our name on it, right? Okay. B&M are currently, and this is an actual real advertisement, it's on B&M's website. Now, (laughs) B&M is that bargain madness. It's kind of a discount grocery store type place
2: yeah
1: right and they are advertising a temporary position in merseyside for a chicken nugget connoisseur
2: oh no (laughs) no
1: no i'm not even gonna touch
2: that because yeah there's been uh, there's so many you know eggshells you can walk on in that and the major one has very racial connotations.
1: I know, but here's the thing. This is the advert. I'm just going to read the advert, bits of it, right? Looking for a new challenge to tuck into in 2018. Oh my God, the the wordplay is just cringeworthy. You'll want to take a bite out of this as we're looking for a tasty new individual who'll be worth their weight in food. Yeah, the, the weight will go up <coughs> rather considerably as well. A tasty new individual, there's there's nothing creepy about that sentence, really? It, it kind of sounds like sort of a camp. Oh, what was it called in
2: uh, Rocky Horror? Tim Curry's character. Yeah. What was he
1: called? Ah, no. Oh, um. Was it Frankenfurter? Yeah, Frankenfurter, that was it, yeah.
2: That sounds like the sort of thing he'd say to somebody.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing this is their relevant experience. They're actually saying, do you think you have relevant experience? <laughs> experience can include but is not limited to, and this is the reason why I wanted to, wanted to talk about this, right? So experience can include, but is not limited to, getting the 20-share box of nuggets from a certain fast food chain and keeping them all for yourself. Um. Being the first in the office kitchen whenever someone says there's, a, there's cake, that time you tripped and fell at a buffet and saved the plate before yourself. Going to an event or party because there is free food, you value the importance of a fish finger sandwich in life, and you can conduct a PowerPoint presentation on the reasoning behind curly fries being nicer than chips. I like Liverpool.
2: You know, they're the one city which is outright banned the selling of the sun, and that, I like that. Yeah, there's a, mo- there's a moxie there. I respect that moxie. But,
1: but with this Liverpool, come on. Apparently, the successful individual will receive £25 of vouchers monthly to spend on fresh and frozen food in their local B&M store and can share their feedback with the the B&M buying to help evolve the range. Just like a good steak, this opportunity is rare and shouldn't be diced with. Please! (laughs) Where did you find this? (laughs) You don't want to know! (laughs) The question here is, though...
2: With the modern job application, you have to prove your aptitude. So when they ask you things like, "When you fell over at a buffet and saved the plate first... yeah, are they going to give you? How a plate are you, you going to prove that want.
1: in an interview situation? Maybe, maybe they just want you a dive while holding
2: a plate of food. Maybe it's like the, uh, a really practical interview where you put your money where your mouth is, or sort they of, like set up like these rooms. You go to each room, and there's like a practical situation set up oh, does with lots of. You- with does, loads of paid actors.
1: Does that mean you have to actually do a PowerPoint presentation on why curly fries are better than chips?
2: Because you can't just say, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> that's not how, you know, interviews work. You say, oh, I have in- I have experience going back so many years, and I have a general aptitude for this sort of thing, and I got, ev- I got references... Any of the references, and okay. I'd love to work at this company, because it's a progressive forward-thinking company. So oh. No, they asking if you'd like bloody chicken.
1: What kind of <laughs> reference do you have for hogging a 20 box of chicken nuggets? It's like a
2: reference from your mate Jeff, who says, yeah, man, my mate Dave's the right fat ass. <laughs> exactly.
1: We went, it's just anecdotes. And
2: anecdotes were, are not references.
1: I know, and you were talking about the gym. Yeah, kind of a bit of a <laughs> nice crossover there, I think. Yeah, we started off so well. Moving from the ridiculous jobs to something that's kind of disturbing and creepy, and also quite uh, unnerving at the same time. Before
2: that, yeah, I'd love to see what person they give up to.
1: Yeah, I reckon they should have. They should pour it out on their <laughs> website. Successful because you know there was that job a while ago
2: where it's like the best job in the world, where you go to sort of it uh, around Australia. Yeah. And you're basically like a caretaker for this deserted island, Yep. and you get paid like a quarter of a million pound a year. Yep. That was like, oh my god, the most desirable job in the air in the world. This,
1: well, that even opposite. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know. I I I'll be honest. I know so many people who would consider this to be their ideal job. I mean, number one, they can work from home. Number two, there's free food involved. You're talking about yourself, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay.
2: But anyway, this, this te- new technology, has moved to the technology.
1: Yes, uh well it's not te- it's not quite technology. It is, but it isn't. But it is. But it isn't. It's a recent study that was published in the Environmental Science and Technology Journal. And you know babies, right? I've heard of them, yeah. All right, they keep looking at me in buses and finding me fascinating. Yeah, I've noticed that about them as well. They do look at you a lot in buses, even though there's a brown guy sitting right next to you. Yeah, I've just got a baby a face, which is fascinating. The baby kind. It's a, it's a, it's a gift, and I'm not sure why I have it. Yeah, seriously, listeners, right? <laughs> I don't understand how this works. I'll be a baby, you know, a uh, cute little English baby, and they'll look at me and they'll barely spare me a glance. You know, they'll go, oh, yeah, it's a brown person. And then they'll look straight at Rob. And just and they'll continue at looking at me for like five minutes straight. <laughs> exactly. I don't understand. I'll be honest, it does make me kind of jealous. I want to want to go, I'm here as well, you know. You can look, you know. I'm different. <laughs> look at me. It's just a gift, Rob. A weird, weird gift. <laughs> exactly. Um, but anyway, babies, basically, they crawl around, they drool, they cry, they poop. They eat, they sleep, stuff like that, yeah? Like students. Yeah. Like students. Um, but the people who did this research <laughs> in uh, the envir- uh, that they published in Environmental Science and Technology, they found that babies are actually drooling, crying blobs who stir up impressive clouds of bacteria, dirt, fungi, and bug bits whenever they crawl. And in order to prove that, <coughs> right, they built a very disturbing... A very disturbing crawling baby, and covered it in tin foil. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, pardon. <Ben. laughs> they built a very disturbing crawling baby robot. They covered the entire robot in tin foil, um, and then let it walk around on pieces of old carpet. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to react to that. Basically, what they're trying to what they're trying to say is, look, ba- uh, floors are dirty. Babies crawl around on floors. And check out clouds of, uh, you know, these bits of bugs and, you know, all sorts of dirt and dust and bacteria. All right. So you spend good money and time and effort to build a robot of a baby and cover it in tinfoil and to get all, all of this bits of old carpet and then put all the equipment together to measure how much is being produced when... Anybody with an ounce of sense could have told you, yes, the floor is dirty, and yes, babies are going to be kicking up all sorts of stuff by crawling on it. It's not that they're
2: crawling, it's that they have no strength, so they have to literally drag their body across it. And that's meaning the the legs of the baby are really close to the floor, and they'll loosen a lot more things than just, you know, a foot-passing over it briefly.
1: Sorry, when you said when you said dragging their body, I had a mental image of uh, Troy and Community where he's going, you promised me butt stuff! Yeah, I've not watched Community for a long time, so
2: that's (laughs) that's not ringing any bells unfortunately.
1: It's a bit where he just goes off on one about uh, missing the Soul Train awards and then he starts crawling off just using his hands to drag the rest (laughs) of him across the floor Ah, right, yeah. Also
2: dogs dragging their butts will do the same thing (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes they will
2: so yeah um, so are you going to get like, a, a dog cover it in tinfoil and ask it to drag its butt along the floor because it's the same level of stupid let's be fair
1: well I mean this is uh, this was done by researchers at Purdue University um, is, it a, is it a student university well it's a university so it's going to have students um, oh, no, I, I misread that delete that future verb I wasn't listening <laughs> <laughs> don't delete it keep it in and the the lead author of the study is called <laughs> Brandon Boer, as in B-O-O-R. Hmm. You can't start scrutinising people's name. Well, it's one of those comedy surnames, isn't it? No. Well, yeah. No, he's, is. he's a boorish person, isn't he? You d- you don't know this. You've never
2: met him. I'm sure he's a very nice man. It, 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 here's the question, though. Does that mean everything has now been done in science? No. No. So, no, so
1: So why are they doing this, exactly? Well, they're doing that because, well, somebody had to at some point. They used state-of-the-art aerosol instrumentation to track the biological particles floating around in the air around the infant in real time, second by second. The instrument uses lasers to cause biological material to fluoresce. Most bacterial cells, fungal spores, and pollen particles are fluores- fluorescent, so they can be reliably distinguished from... Non-biological material in the air. You see, the thing here is,
2: you can ask any parent in the world, and they'll be able to tell you the findings of this research. That's my point. But because these are student scientists, I don't
1: know if the students. This is the thing.
2: I hope the student scientists. Otherwise, I'm concerned for the future of science.
1: I'm already concerned for the future of science, and I do know what the next bit of research is going to be. And in fact, I'm pretty certain about it. Okay. Right. I reckon the next bit of research is going to be scientifically proving that curly fries are better than chips. I think can scientifically prove they taste. No, that's just a taste test. They have to do it by science. They have to throw in some physics or some chemistry in there, talking about okay. proteins and various things like that. And, you know. Okay, okay. Otherwise, it's, it's not a proper research, is it? It's clear you've been bought off by the curly chip people. No, I haven't. I wasn't bought. They didn't pay me anything.
2: The league of curly-chipped gentlemen. They've always got mutton chops and top hats.
1: I'm not currently balancing curly fries on my upper lip like some kind of twirly moustache. You see?
2: No. <laughs> I, mean, I know you're older than me, but at times I'm not sure whether you're just like a six-year-old in the body of somebody who is way older than six.
1: Um, Probably a little from column A, a little from column B. Anyway, there's a Kickstarter, Right. That has been successfully funded last week, called CarWink. Now, CarWink, car Wink. is in automobile. Yep, Wink is in. I'm closing one eye. Yep, okay. right. Yeah. See, CarWink is a tool that's designed to make it easier for drivers to communicate with other road users. I want you to keep that in mind. This allegedly makes it easier to communicate with other road users. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Now we all know how important hand gestures can be when driving. There's two key ones. Yep. What CarWink uses is a little screen that sits on your back window that's controlled by your smartphone. And CarWink want to focus on friendly, on just the friendly gestures though, and so they have developed a series of emojis that will display in your back window that you can choose. So if somebody has let you through, you can give them a smiley face or you can give them a wave or something like that. Because, yes, why not? But it did, you know, and this is for the back window, so I can understand, right? But, for example, one of them is Baby On Board, which is basically a pixelated baby head. Okay. Now, if you were driving behind somebody who had a small screen in their back window and you saw... A picture of a pixelated baby head on there. Could you recognise that that was a baby head from that distance?
2: No, it probably looked like Donald Duck or something.
1: Yeah, so you'd be going, "What's that?" I don't understand. Unless you actually saw, say, a sign that could be bought for probably cheaper than this entire system that said "Baby on board." Yeah, like um, here's a theory: a sticker,
0: yes,
2: peel off, and you put on your window, and it says "Baby
1: on board." But well, nah, that's ridiculous. They wouldn't do that. That's here, way too high spec. No, oh yeah. Here are some of the others. This is this is genius, right? Have a great day, which is basically. Have the people who did this idea actually ever drove a car? I don't know. I honestly don't know.
2: But I've not, not driven a while. But the very idea that somebody would thank somebody else on the road and wish them to have a nice day is a bit utopian and of an idea. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, you, you, you have gestures. Somebody lets you pie,
1: so you put your hand up, sort of a, a wave of acknowledgement. Some of the others, right? Like I said, have a great day. It's basically just a picture of the sun with a smiley face. Uh, thank you is basically a thumbs up, which I didn't think was thank you, but okay. Uh, it, hang on, hang on. This is <coughs> here's the thing: gestures
2: change all over the world. Yeah, I know. The last thing you thumbs want- up in. Uh,
1: America and the UK, maybe a few other places, means. Thank you. Good. Yes. Okay. I can tell you right now, it definitely does not mean that in Bangladesh and India and Pakistan. Is it a sort of thing that you can say? Uh, no. So it's a crude insult, then? Well, it's not so much an insult, it's more a symbol for a certain part of the man's body. Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Which can that be also taken works. as an insult as far
2: as sort of broad side gestures that also works <laughs> yes. different situation though.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, but anyway, some of the others that are on this <laughs> unamused is basically a picture of the emoji for unamused. keep distance, I'm not sure how that's going to work on such a small screen uh sorry emoji for sorry, turn on your light, which uh, doesn't make any sense to me turn off uh, turn off your light again doesn't make any sense to me. slow down. Which is basically a yellow triangle that says slow, which you would see on the side of the road if you had to slow down because of construction work or something. This is just adding more like uh, credibility to my theory that the people who did this have never drove a car in their life. Yeah. Pedestrian ahead is a picture of some guy walking, uh, yeah. road work ahead. Is a picture of one of those barriers, but not Isn't red. Like, There's it, it, road signs. There's yeah. road signs. Uh, I'm, I haven't gone th- gone. I'm keeping some of the best to last. Anyway, police ahead is a picture is pixelated picture of someone who looks like he's from the village. People, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't kidding either. <laughs> I'm not kidding on that. I wish I was. Uh, accident ahead just looks like something from Space Invaders or Pac Man. Uh, I'm happy. Smiley face. Traffic again looks like something from Space Invaders or Pac-Man, and is very difficult to tell the difference between traffic and accident ahead. Mm. Um, uh, Go speed racer <laughs> is one of their emojis. Uh, flirting apparently is something that you would do while driving on the motorway. You're going to flirt with the driver behind you. Yay! Is that is that a picture of a dog? <laughs> Don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but. The two, the the two that I just don't understand on this, right? One of them is a rudimentary action in a vehicle anyway, reversing because nothing in that picture says to me the car is reversing. Is in fact a part of the car tells you it's reversing when lights go on. Yes, in a specific part of the car, exactly. Lights which say this car is reversing give way. Yes. And if you are in a heavy goods vehicle, you'll usually have the bleeping noise as well that says the vehicle reversing, or a voice will come out and say, this vehicle is reversing.
2: That's my favourite. I like that.
1: And the last one, and this one does not make a jot of sense when applied to motor vehicles in general, unless they are stationary and very large, and can fit several people inside, like a caravan. Party time. Is that a picture of a dog? I don't honestly know what that picture is. (laughs) I think it's some I think it's a lizard wearing a party hat and I don't know, holding something. Yeah, you see this is just given these people have never drove a car before.
2: <laughs> That's all there really is to say, you know. It's there's just like weird tech there's, there's technologies that are doing like interesting things for cars. There's like this little device you can put in your car which can tell other people where exactly in the country or world where that car is. Which can be helpful, you know, if you're expecting somebody and they're delayed. So instead of wondering, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? They can look on this device and say, oh, there they are. Traffic must be bad. We'll be here soon. That's yeah. helpful. Yes. Um, there's also head up displays. So if you're a little bit hard of vision, I guess, uh, you can have like the speedo and other key things projected onto the windscreen.
1: You don't helpful. want your speedo projected on the windscreen. <laughs> Not inside, inside. No, not that. I was talking about swimming trunks.
2: <laughs> well, that can be another one for this car wink. That can also mean party time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, well, when your speedos hit the windscreen? <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> but this, what's the point? Oh, it gets better because I have more emoji news. Ah oh, dear. Yeah, I have more emoji news and it's nothing to do Well, technically it is to do with cars because you know Saudi Arabia. I know Saudi Arabia.
2: I don't want to go there because it's hotter than the surface of the sun for a pale person like me.
1: Yeah, you'd literally just burst into flames on you. You'd be like, you'd be like the vampire suddenly appearing for the first time. <laughs> yes, <sighs> um, but yeah, Saudi Arabia—they've been making <coughs> some headway with regards to uh, equality and stuff like that. You know, women can now drive and various things. Yep, yeah. hmm. but for thirty-five years in Saudi Arabia, you have not been able to go to a cinema and watch a movie. There has been a ban. What, on cinemas, on movies, cinemas, going to the cinema? On on cinemas, going to the cinema, watching movies, there's been a 35-year cinema ban in Saudi Arabia. And now the ban has been lifted. And in 35 years, we've had some amazing films, haven't we?
2: Yeah, I'd like to think so.
1: What film do you think they celebrated? What film do you think they used in this pokey little tent in the city of Jeddah? What film do you think they showed as the first film to be shown on a cinema screen in Saudi (sighs) in 35 years. I don't know, really. It could be a multitude of things. It's not going to be Lord of the Rings, because
2: that's going to be kind of religious-y.
1: What do you think, though?
2: (sighs) It's impossible to begin, really.
1: Well, no, because I gave you a clue. Did you? Yes. Can I have it again? We just talked about something in particular, didn't we? What, Speedos? No, before that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) Godzilla. The
2: remake of Godzilla. (laughs) We were just talking about emojis, weren't we? Godzilla in Speedos. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) Yes. The film, which I assume you film, I say it weirdly. I know, I apologise for that. Okay, so the movie, um, which they're putting for the first time in a cinema or a screening in Saudi Arabia for 35 years, is a movie where the producers at Sony saw the Lego movie for, hmm, yeah, that was good. We'll do our own version. Let's do emojis. And they have a movie where Patrick Stewart plays a poop. The emoji movies. Yep. <laughs> that makes me feel dirty, even saying it.
1: Imagine how the Saudi Arabians feel. They got to go to the cinema for the first time in 35 years. And they had to this, is how, <laughs> this is how it's banned for another 35 years. Exactly. No, they want it banned now, I suppose. Like well oh or, or there's a group of them that's probably sitting there going, I don't see what all the fuss was about if this is what they're showing over in America. Yeah. <laughs> there's better yeah, stuff yeah.
2: on T V <laughs> Okay. approach it sort of as a serious question, it is a very hard thing to uh do. Like reintroduce a country which hasn't been without cinemas. I mean it's not like Saudi Arabia hasn't made films. Yeah, but there was one from twenty twelve that I really like called Wajda.
1: Yeah.
2: Um but, but actually screening them But there's so many things that they could put on. So many. There's an entire world of possibility. Movies from anywhere in the world. Any director, any style. And this is what to pick. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This is like, you know, your last meal before you're gonna, you know, be uh, like electrocuted in America, the death penalty. Yeah. And for your last meal you have a packet of crisps. And they're not even walkers. No, they're those multi-pack ones which you get from, you know, the
1: the pound shop. <laughs> yes, that was the news. That's just sad. Yeah, I know. What's sad not when on. No, we're going to get happy now. Okay, we are going to get happy because Consumer Electronics Show uh, has happened and it had some it had some difficulties this year because of the weather, and so they had leaks from the roof. They had a power outage, and <laughs> which is hilarious when you think about it. It's the Consumer Electronics Show, and it lost power. <laughs> yeah, irony, uh, um But, uh, as always, every year, people come from around the world to showcase some of their strange ideas, let's say. And, well, <sighs> some of the strangest ones are pretty strange. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: Right, you know walking. Yeah, I, I get places, so I do know walking. Walking can sometimes hurt your feet, yeah? Well, I guess. Now, what if you had a pair of shoes that had uh, shiatsu massages built into them so that while you were walking, your feet were also getting a massage? If your feet are hurting while you're walking, sit down for a bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to invent shiatsu shoes. Yep. To a problem which basically, it does exist, people do have... Like uh, bad feet, but then again, if they have bad fate, they have like specialist shoes made. Yep. This doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Moving on, it's like having a pro. If you've got gloves and there's some sort of technological fix if to make your hands too warm. Yeah. Same level of stupid.
1: Uh, oh, it gets it gets better than that. <laughs> Weirder or stupider? I don't know. Uh, do you know what Faraday cages? Is that the thing that
2: when you're going underwater to uh, look at big fish, sharks, dolphins, whatever? No. Far that's day, what, you, far that's day, what you're in. Or oh, is that the one where you go read down to the bottom of the ocean and it's like you got to go through like a decompression process?
1: No. Faraday Cage is basically... Um, uh, Faraday Cage is basically... Involves electricity, you know, when you stand inside uh, electrics, uh, uh, you know, when they have the guy in the chain mail going like that with the image across the coil. That was was halfway there, I think. No, there's no water involved. That would be very dangerous, Rob. Oh, very fun. (laughs) Anyway, how how would you feel about a Faraday cage for your floppy bits? Right, next news story. (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously, somebody has developed silver lined under uh, underwear, <laughs> which isn't actually a new concept, but it's designed to cut out radio frequencies and stuff like that, affecting your floppy bits. Have they given a pair a Crichton because he kept on getting jazz of him on his nipples? I don't know. There's a, actually a nice one. I I think this is a great one. Um, And it might look weird, but it's a therapy duck for kids who were uh, going, going through cancer treatment. Which I That's just is, lovely. Yeah, and the I,
2: whole, t- I just love that term, therapy duck. Yeah. Because I think ducks are amazing.
1: So. I know you do. And I know you want one of these though as well.
2: Yes. Because ducks are just the cutest creatures. Yeah. Them and penguins. I just think I like birds. Yeah. Birds are just great.
1: No, uh, you like certain types of birds, which is slightly goofy. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying it in the, you know,
2: Sid James, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, sort of way. Let's put it this way. If you, if you put a duck, Next to, say, uh, an eagle, you would look at the dog and look at the eagle and go, I prefer the dog. Why? Yeah,
2: I'd have to go, <laughs> a, 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 some sort of mothering instinct would uh, appear in me. I'd have to
1: try and fight off the eagle to protect the dog. Either that or you just go, you know, the eagle just looks too self absorbed and, import- <laughs> and self important. Which, as the idea itself is lovely, that's really nice. It is. Um, another. I know that seemingly ridiculous, but actually, it's a good idea. Um, a robotic pillow, right? What? Yeah, a robotic pillow. It, it, it has a weird aftertaste when you say it. It's, called, it's the Somnox Robotic Pillow. It's designed as a therapeutic sleep aid replicating the sensations of sleeping aside, uh, alongside and snuggling up to a human, except that what you're holding is a giant bean-shaped cushion full of sensors and motors rather than a loving person.
2: You laugh, but for people who are mourning,
1: yeah, over the loss of a loved one, that's a, that's a nice idea. It is a nice idea, and this is this is why I say it's got a slightly weird aftertaste. But when you think about it, at least it's not like those anime hug pillows, which aren't being hugged. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. I have it on good authority that they are not being hugged. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how about this? This is something that, uh, we mentioned my weight before, but I, uh, I, I will stick to diet and exercise before I try this, right? The mm-hmm. Modius headband. The what headband? Yeah, the Modius headband. It's basically a headset that claims to be able to help you get lean with minimal effort by sending electrical signals to your brain. It specifically targets the hypothalamus, which is said to make you feel less hungry.
2: Is this, you know, like how apparently, uh, you learn and take things in quite well when you're asleep. No, it's nothing like that. This... Let me finish. Let me finish. Is this like a headband that you go to bed and it just slowly say to you over and over again, lose weight, fatty, lose weight, fatty. No, it's so not... You wake up in the morning and you think, hmm, I should lose
1: weight. It's not like that at all. <laughs> if somebody
2: it's... wants that idea, they can have it, though. Yes, yeah,
1: so, uh, but... It... It's not like that. By the way, if you want a pair of those silver-lined, uh, silver-lined underwear, they're called Spartan anti-radiation boxes for the paranoid person in your life. Yeah, I know. It's not only tinfoil hats now, Rob. <laughs> well, yeah, cool. But anyway, it's basically electroshock therapy for fat people. I think my idea was more humane. Exactly. But here's one that I, I, I'm not sure about. I, I see the logic in it, right? But I'm not sure about it. It's called he- it's called Helite Hip Air, right? And <laughs> basically the idea is that uh, as you get older, you become less steady on your feet, your reaction time slows down, your body becomes more brittle, and when you fall, you fall hard. The Helite Hip Air is basically airbags for old people around the hips. That's a bit,
2: sh- I wouldn't say shameful, but it's like advertising the fact that you're not what you used to be.
1: Well this is the thing, I can I can understand the logic, I can understand, it's one of those, it seems like the heart is in the right place, but the brain went to Mars, or, you know, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, Disneyland. Yeah, it's it, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the heart is obviously thinking, yeah, we want to look after the elderly and stuff like that. But this is, this is one of those Rouge and Zed moments, I, I think, where it's just kind of, it, they've let their imagination run wild. And apparently this is due to go and sail in Europe, in spring, for 600 euros, and it's got a battery life of up to a week. Okay. So, yeah, I can I can kind of understand.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things that would people actually think, "Oh, that's a good idea, and buy it. Or is it one of those things where the hospital has to literally make you use it? Yeah. But you don't want to admit you're getting older and you're somehow infirm.
1: Yeah. Moving on from that right how difficult is it to fold a shirt for some people it's impossible why would you fold a shirt when you can just hang it up well i never expected such a hard level of questioning like <laughs> here's the thing if you uh, if you like wearing shirts and you like your shirts folded but you have difficulty folding them you know there there might be a solution for you it's called FoldyMate, right and it's a big machine but it's actually capable of neatly folding Twenty to forty items in less than five minutes. That's pretty slow. It's not bad. Twenty to forty items in less than five minutes is pretty good. I, re- I reckon. And it says less than five
2: minutes. It's kind of like psychological pricing when say it's under ten pounds, but it's actually nine ninety nine. Yeah. I want to say under ten minutes. The mean under five minutes. It's like four minutes and fifty six seconds. Be <laughs> quicker to do it. Yourself.
1: Yep. I mean, uh, CES this year was full of robots. They had robots galore this year, right? Um, and one of the strangest ones is obviously the stripper robots. Yes, they actually had pole dancing robots, and they're getting there. <laughs>
2: As every science fiction thing ever has ever noticed, it's only a matter of time until people are having sex with robots. Yeah, so, um, but, this is on
1: that, path. yeah. I mean, some of the other robots that they had, they had this, uh. They had this one called uh, Buddy, which is a companion robot, which is basically a glorified smartphone on wheels that connects to your smartphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kid you not. That, that
2: makes no sense at all.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, obviously, uh, Sony have brought out their uh, eyeball dog again because. Hey, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, there was the LG Chloe, which is kind of a, uh, a maid type robot, uh, which. It's designed for use in airports, hotels, and supermarkets. It's serving robots because apparently that's what robots are supposed to do, is serve people. But I I think the show was stolen by the uh, the pole dancing robots in terms of the robots. I imagine it's imagine it's really bad pole dancing as well. It's How do I say it? Because apparently
2: pole dancing is an art, a
1: dancing art. With the pole dancing robots, you can see the gyros when they gyrate. It's see, like, for some, uh,
2: pole dancing is in this sort of weird place like burlesque. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, if you can see the gyros, rotating and, and this.
1: Sort of the the clunking as it's changing gears. <laughs> There'll be clips of it on YouTube, so if you're curious, go have a look. Um, but anyway, um, Neutrogena introduced uh, a new product that attaches to your phone. Which will freak you out about the condition of your skin even more. Called the Neutrogena, sorry, the Neutrogena Skin Scanner. Basically, it's designed to tell you, oh, sorry, give you a detailed report about your skin before and after. Because looking in the mirror and saying I have dry skin isn't good enough. See what I mean? Um, There was something to do, a couple of things to do with VR as well. The Tesla suit, which is a haptic feedback suit. That's not gonna be used right, is it? We know exactly what that's gonna be used for. <laughs> we don't need to go into any more detail. We already know what that's gonna be used for.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be used for video
1: games. Yep.
2: Spooky video games.
1: Yep. Not the not the other thing. Not the other thing at all. Um there's uh there was uh something called Vuzix, which was uh the Blade, which are uh uh, There are Amazon-enabled smart glasses. Yeah, there were a lot. Glasses should only be glasses should only
2: be as smart as the person wearing them.
1: Yeah, Uh, there were a lot of uh, a lot of televisions. As always, Um, there was a uh, something called the CX One suitcase, which is uh, an autonomous robot suitcase that follows you around, kind of like the luggage from Discworld, only not as much fun and nowhere near as psychopathic. I think mean, that's actually pro- That's productive. That yeah. I mean, it's not productive, but it's helpful. Here's another one to do with animals, because we did talk about animals earlier. Uh, the Petrix Smart Bed, which from which your pet can <laughs> probably gone. Their their social network. It's a smart bed okay. for your dog or cat. The app on your phone can analyse the pet's sleeping patterns and wait for a healthier, happier pet, which is all good. You know, people love their animals. Obviously, there's. Uh, a couple just to finish off, right? Because we are coming to the end of the show. Uh, Yvonne Smart Shoes, which are boots made for apparently more than just walking. They come with a host of sensors, an accelerometer, a gyroscope, and a pressure system. And they can detect where, when the person wo- wearing the shoes has taken an unexpected fall, various things like that. So, you know, maybe that is something that could work with the, you know, the, the airbags for the yeah. elderly.
2: Yeah, if somebody's had a nasty fall, it alerts the proper people.
1: Yeah, well, just to finish off, the two that struck me as, by far and away, the strangest ones. The Elucidator Katana, which is okay. based on Kirito's sword from Sword Art Online. Right? I don't watch that, so you're going to have to explain it to me. The main lead character from Sword Art Online is a teenager called Kirito, and he has a black sword called the Elucidator, and when it, when he swings it, it flashes with energy. And so somebody decided that they're going to make the Elucidator in a one to one scale. And it has 2000 LEDs and a six axis sensor and Wi Fi connectivity with your phone. So you can dress like Kirito and wave it around and pretend to be all powerful in your virtual video game. And finally, Obviously, you know, you've had lots for Christmas and everything has digested. You need somewhere to go. The the toilet, usually. Yes. But would you pay $6,000 for a toilet? Well, no. (laughs) Right. Would you pay it if this was a high-end toilet like Northern you've seen outside of Japan? Because...
2: I don't want my toilet talking to me, frankly. (laughs) There's specialist websites for, you know, that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, Kohler's NuMi toilet. Uh, they've been around for a few years, but the newest version. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I love the advert for the newest version. You just you don't notice the toilet is there. It's just a guy and a woman in some ha- in some high end apartment. <laughs> it's just the toilet in the background. And is the toilet jealous of the relationship? Yeah, apparently the the features of the NuMi toilet. It's beautiful inside and out. Every inch of space was considered to create a a compact, streamlined, and modern form that doesn't compromise functionality. It's got motion-activated cover and seat, advanced bidet function, integrated air dryer, deodorizer, heated seat, foot warmer, (laughs) illuminated panels, and music. And it has a touchscreen remote, magnetic docking station, it can do user presets. It's got NUMI flushing technology. And it also has a set of auxiliary controls.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about this because it'll just be crude. A toilet is still a toilet and a toilet
1: can still break in some key ways <laughs> regarding to what people do to it. Basically, what he's trying to say is just keep a cord hanger ready. One of those wire ones that you can stretch out. <laughs> and you don't want something to have an AI
2: if that's that's a potential happenstance. Oh my you know? god,
1: can you imagine the screams of horror? <laughs> no, what are you doing to me?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think that's that's it, isn't it? That's it for today. We're back in a fortnight. This is a fortnightly show. Um, but, if you want more from the Geek Show, as well as all the other shows on the podcast network, you can support the Geek Show on Patreon. Tears on Patreon. One is just thank you, and the other one is the Geek Show Secondary support show, which we really need to find a better name for, which you can help, we well, can help make, really. Um, but otherwise, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter by searching for the Gig Show. Uh, give us a rating on iTunes or your podcast provider of, of choice. That helps support us. Um, but until the next time in a fortnight, and we're back with more quotation mark news. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have been Rob, and I've been Rob. See you next
1: time. See you later.
2: My name is Quentin Flynn. I'm here on The Geek Show. Uh, why? Because I play Raiden in the Metal Gear series. I am lightning. The rain transformed. And I have been transformed by hanging out on this show. So tune in and turn on. You'll love it. The Geek Show. It rocks. Hi there. Hope you're enjoying the show. While you're at it, why not listen to some of our other ones, like Keyframe, where Robin Lewis talks about all things anime and cartoon-y
0: related things? Listen to it, it's great.